Hey guys, this is Jaden here from Couch in the Mind, clearing the mind one couch talk at a time. In today's episode, episode eight, I've got Derek here, a good, a dear friend of mine. Hello. How are you going today? Good, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, very well, thanks mate. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, it's been a while, but here we are, right? Are you doing well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all good. Good to hear, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I've got Derek here today because we're going to go over the topic of faith and community and, and from there he might delve into other things he might want to speak and, and talk about and, um, on behalf of mental health or something that he, he feels like someone can benefit out of yeah, or become better for it. So, absolutely. Um, as always, there's a discretion warning. Some of the things he may say may, uh, it, it may come across the wrong way. Everyone's got different perspectives, but it's up to you whether or not you want to skip, pause or continue the video if you, if you feel like certain things come up you don't particularly like. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Derek now and um, I'll ask questions along the way. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll do my best not to offend anybody, I promise. Yeah, but... I'll just turn the light on quickly, man. Yeah, sure. We need a bit of help to make <laughs> Derek visible. <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> there I am. We thought the white background might help, but here we are. Anyway, um, I think life in general is a journey. Yeah. And, you know, like any journey, like any adventure we're on, there are ups and downs. Yeah. And um, sometimes we have the, I guess, highest mountaintop experiences and sometimes the lowest ditchy experiences where you feel like, you know, uh, it's a bottomless pit that you're falling through. Mm. And uh, for me, I mean, I kind of encountered an event like that. Uh, probably, I would say, the lowest experience of my life uh, last year. Yes. And something that I found helped me in my journey was uh, my faith and also community. And and to those who, who don't believe in anything in particular or don't have a, a very clear understanding of, of where they're heading or, you know, like, like someone above. Yeah. For you with faith, having, having faith behind you, yeah. how has it got you through the tough times? Yeah, absolutely. Because I guess when uh, tough times happen, uh, you kind of feel like you are one by yourself. Yeah. And two, you also tend to lose purpose. Uh, yeah. You tend to start questioning yourself, mm. like, is there a purpose for me being here? Why yeah. am I here? Why am I going through yeah, this? You know? And for me, I found it exceptionally helpful to actually be like, you know what, I'm here. Obviously, I'm a Christian. And yeah. for me to understand that, you know what, I'm here because God did not make a mistake with mm. me. And uh, I, I, as a Christian, I don't believe that God made a mistake with anybody, regardless of whether you believe in, yeah. believe in him or not. I believe we're all here with a destiny and a purpose. But uh, sometimes it's in those lowest points in life that we kind of need to stop, reset and reanalyze and be like, you know what? It's pretty poopy right now, but things are going to shift. Things are going to change and I just cannot give up, you know? Yeah. And, um, so for me, like um, getting back to the basics of maybe faith, getting back to the basics of even recognizing and identifying myself yes, and uh, defaulting to the person I knew I was, which maybe sometimes we miss out on. Like yeah. sometimes we are on this journey through life. We engage ourselves in certain activities or relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. And along the way, we miss out on who we are. An identity. So for this particular scenario, yeah. like you don't have to mention it obviously because you, you might not feel obliged to or you might not be able to mention it. But for the particular scenario that you were faced with only only previously, how did you get yourself out of the poop? 
I mean, it, it, it's easier. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Yeah. So, I, how did you guide yourself out of that um, dark tunnel? Absolutely. So, um, when this scenario commenced in my life, it came unexpectedly to me. I had no idea this was going to happen, you mm. know. And in an instant, my whole life took a turn and uh, mm. everything went upside down. And um, and to be honest, at first, for the first few weeks, I didn't know what I, what I could do. You know, in a second, life as I knew changed drastically. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm going to be extremely vulnerable and honest and, yeah. um, you know, because that's how I do things. I was stuck on a couch and I just go to work because I had to. Uh, but I was stuck on a couch straight after work. I did not know if I would survive the next day. Not because I wanted to like end my life or anything like that, but because I felt my body was fading me, if that makes sense. Really? Because, the, yeah, the trauma was so immense. Wow. And uh, I'm sure like there are some of us who would have kind of experienced that where things happen in life and you're not sure, despite your every effort to make it through, you're not sure if your body would keep up. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I was going through that sort of phase. That's when I relied on my faith and community. I don't think any one of us is like an island. We mm. need people to help us journey through life, you especially mm. when life gets really poop. And yeah, yeah, you can't you can't do it yourself. Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where even I think as guys, it's hard to 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 go and seek help yeah. because we're seen as weak if we do oh, if we yeah. do something like that. So I'm just like. But I think sometimes you've just got to take a step back and realize, am I going to be able to get out of this situation if it wasn't for et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like you've just got to take people's hands when they're offering for help and sometimes even ask for help if needs be. That was a huge learning curve for me because, mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up, I'm originally from Sri Lanka. So Sri Lanka, the culture is such that you don't cry. A man mm -hmm. doesn't cry. Yeah. No boys don't cry. And... Through this, I guess, season of my life, man, people have seen me flat on my face, snotty nose and everything, crying, and I've had to have that help from people. Even for me to like receive help or ask for help was very difficult because that's not the culture I grew up in. Mm. But sometimes through the darker seasons of our lives, we actually learn things that are essential to life because we don't want to like, obviously we want rosy lives, right? Yeah. We want life, life to be a bit of roses, but unfortunately that's not what life is like even as a christian the bible declares like you know jesus himself said in this world you will have many trials but mm. you have good cheer he has overcome the world so it's not going to be a bit of roses but the decision and the free will is afforded to us mm. as to what we're going to do when circumstances hit us in the face but I, I think i think the worse the situation may be the better you are for it long term yeah because you're more accustomed um, for certain situations, such like that, to, to, it's like to be brought up again. Exactly. It's like your pain threshold. It kind of yeah. increases, you know. Uh, and what you thought would take you out sometimes would be the best platform for the best season of your life. Like for me, uh, personally, if I didn't go through the season, I would have never met you. Yeah. And we wouldn't be sharing this, exactly. you know, we wouldn't be on this platform right now. Obviously, like my, my situation commenced with my relationship breaking up, which mm. was huge because my my wife and I, we share four children and all of that. So when things like that happen, it is huge, right? Mm. So um, then you take a step back and you start analyzing like, you know, where did you go wrong? Yeah. Because essentially for a relationship to break down, it takes two people. 
Yeah. And it would have been easy for me to, you know, embrace the victimhood and be like, oh my goodness, you know, all that stuff. Poor me, but poor me. Poor me. And yeah. unfortunately, like, the culture we live in kind of encourages that sort of behavior. Like, oh, you're a victim. Sympathetic. So, yeah, exactly. It's great to weep with those who weep, right? And mourn with those who mourn, but don't. I, I think we need to surround ourselves with people who also hold us accountable. Yes, And if we're going to kind of embrace and water the seeds of victimhood that all of us carry, then we're going to just completely embrace that victimhood mm -hmm. and never come out of it. Yeah. And I think that is an exceptional disservice that we do to our friends and colleagues and all of those people we do life with if we kind of resort to them staying in the place of defeat. When you went through your divorce, mm -hmm. would you have any advice for those who may be potentially going through the same thing that are right now? how to get through it the best way possible. Yeah. And, and so to clarify things, yes. I'm not divorced just yet. We're still yeah, okay. separated, so, but that's where we're so, headed. Yep, yep. Um, heading that direction. So people listening in may be potentially heading that direction. You got any advice, positive advice that will help them get through it? Yeah. I think um, one of the biggest things I learned, and obviously uh, my faith helped me through this, is to forgive. Yep. Forgive yourself first and yeah. forgive the other party. No matter what they've done, something I've learned is just because someone serves you a plate of uh, anger, bitterness, resentment, it doesn't mean you have to sit, sit down and participate. You know, you don't yeah. have to take part in that. Yes, That's initially okay. it's painful. It's really painful, especially when there are children involved. It's really hard, but you don't have to participate. I mean, you would have moments. Yeah, I, I, I have moments. I'm like, do I deserve this? But it's that choice to be like, you know what, I will focus on the positive. You know, it's my choice to love this person. It's my choice to yeah. honor this person. And my, I guess my advice would be to let go. Let go of the resentment. Let go of the hurt. Surround yourself with people that will not allow you to be in that place of, you know, bitterness and anger and accepting yourself as a victim. Because it's easy to go down that path. And for me, like, I guess, since we're talking about faith and stuff like that, what works for me is, yes, I have my crew, but there's also certain times when you need to kind of, you know, go into that place where, it's, for me, it's just me and, you know, God. And I'm like, hey, I know this is not what you planned for me, but help me through this. You know, and he always does. Because, I mean, I believe for me as a Christian, my faith is not really a religion. Yeah. For me, it's very relational. Because I don't do religion, bro. Like, for me... I, unfortunately, like Christianity has been so misrepresented where people think that God is like this angry schoolmaster waiting to do stuff up and, you know, he hates this sort of people. He, nah, it's just completely a misrepresentation. Like, I'm a dad, right? And nothing my kids will ever do will make me love them less. Yep. Ever. Ever. No matter what they do, I will always love them. If at all, that love will grow. And if I consider God as my father... Why am I not giving him the same credit? You know what I mean? Exactly. And that completely changed my, my understanding of who he is. I think Christians misrepresent God. And God's pretty much like staying there being like, what are you doing? I, I'm, I, I preach love. I mean, yeah. you know, he's love. We say that he's love. Then where's the hate coming from? You know what I mean? So to those who, who don't follow a particular faith, mm. when you're saying that God's allowing, is, is helping you um, get out of certain situations such as the one you've been previously faced with. Yeah. How has he done that? Obvious, uh, obviously, that's the wrong word. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think I, I decided to follow certain principles that um, I, I know are based on him. The fact that I am to love my enemies, yep. even those who hurt me. And I am to choose forgiveness. That's very tough to do. It is very tough to do, but... How do do you manage to do that? Oh, very difficult. (laughs) Like, sometimes it's like gritting your teeth, especially when you know the the other people are not really giving you reason to kind of practice that love or practice that forgiveness. But um, it's a choice I made. But the most amazing thing was the day I chose to do that, I found myself being free. You know, like when we hold on to unforgiveness and when we fo- hold on to hating somebody, we're actually limiting ourselves from growing. It's not really the other person. And someone actually gave this analogy. It's like uh, you drinking poison and expecting that other person to die. You know, unforgiveness is something like that. You know, you're drinking poison and expecting that other person to die. It's not going to work. Unforgiveness, like even medically, I was a former med student, right? So even medically, it shows like when you're bitter and anger it actually has a negative impact on your body you know you release the wrong sort of hormones and all of that and it impacts your body and um so yeah for me uh understanding the concepts of my father and what he expects of me kind of uh, enabled me to walk through really tough times mm. uh embracing that like being like firstly because like you know what you have a purpose for me yeah this is not the end of my story and now i see that coming to play you know if i gave up when all of this happened and i was like you know what i'm going to embrace the victim you'd, you'd still be on the case oh dude it would be yeah. miserable it would be ugly you know yeah. and like even to be here speaking to other people who might be going through similar circumstances mm. and being like hey this is what helped me it will help you too because it works it does. for me it works and to be honest all that i've learned is through my faith um, and like i said before i feel like it's being misrepresented in, I don't know, uh, in, I guess, popular culture and whatever. Yeah, um, uh, exactly. And also, like, even you, through certain churches, you know what I you, mean? It's really yeah, sad. Know, because all, all you hear, I mean, if we're, if we're talking in the context of the church, yeah. the religion, we, all you hear is about the, the negative side of it. I'm not going to go into it. But yeah, of course. Obviously, people listening in would know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all we hear about. Absolutely. And that's completely opposing, like, who he is, though. Mm. Like, how can we say he's love, but then he hates a certain sect of people? If you didn't have faith, mm. for those who, who don't particularly follow anything, how would you you get through certain situation? For yourself, how would you get through Personally, for me... Um, would you, would I you, don't know if I yeah. would, to yeah. be honest, because yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because faith to me gave me a lot of purpose, but yeah. I, I'm also blessed in the sense that I have an amazingly supportive family around me, yeah. you know, I know they would have been an awesome strength, but to be, if I'm, if I were to be a hundred percent honest, um, if you take God out of the equation, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be here. And that's the honest truth because I know how much that relationship and I, I, I always say it's a relationship because it's not a religion. I don't consider him to be a deity and a God that I'm afraid of. It's a relationship. He's my dad. Yeah. That completely changes the entire dyna- dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different perspective to, to what others may, um, may be thinking in that. You, you and see, I think that's it, what I want to change. Yeah, and like, a lot of people see God as a, as a, you know, a different form, a different being. But and you, most people do not have a good 
you know, um, their, their good relationship exactly. with all good they, God is. Exactly, the concept of God. I mean, every, because people have misrepresented him and presented yeah. this thing about him being this angry, angry, old, bearded person, which is really not the case, you know, and I'm a living example of that. And my, honestly, my purpose, and I feel, is um, to outwork that. And some people actually think Christians are boring. If you know anything about me, I'm anything but boring. And I, I want to be real. Man, I've, I've seen your TikTok. Yeah, you okay, fine. We're not going there. We're not <laughs> going there. Uh, if it was a... The main message you, you you may want to possibly come across and, and, and speak to people listening in today in relation to God and community, and maybe it might have something to do with misrepresentation or something that has helped you get to a certain situation. I think, um, obviously, we've touched on the faith part of it. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone who's watched like knows my stance on it. But I think my biggest message to anyone watching, because obviously you uh, cater to a wider community and a yeah, wider audience. Yeah, sure. We want to make sure we're, we're targeting every demographic, ethnicity. Exactly. I think my main thing is, I know life is really hard, especially right now. I mean, there's so much of uncertainty everywhere. Yeah. All I want everyone to understand is that your life, I mean, you're not here by accident. You're not a mistake. You know, and, and quite often, like... Uh, people embrace it like why am i even here you know i've struggled with self-hate man like i've tried to, exactly i've i've um like over 10 years ago i tried to end my life because i was so unhappy with who i was and i can't yeah. even understand why because yeah. compared to the season i'm on right now what i went through 10 years ago was like peanuts it was nothing yeah much like when i met you as well i was going through quite a bad state of depression yeah not having clarity as to why i'm here and why there's been such a domino, negative domino effect of situations and scenarios that I've been faced with only recently. And then it's, it, sometimes it takes a step, you take a step back and just think about and realize, oh shit, this is, this is why it's happening. Yeah. And in actual fact, it's a positive because I've become better for it and now I can help others and that's what we want to do. Look at that. I mean, isn't that worth it, man? Like oh, I always say, I like, it. for me, it. exactly. Like, for me, I had to go through, um, obviously, this is something I do talk about, um, I, I'm an overcomer. I hate the word victim, so I'm, I always replace that with overcomer. I'm, I'm an overcomer of childhood sexual abuse. I'm an overcomer of a lot of stuff, you know? And obviously, when you go through that sort of stuff, you're like, why on earth did I go through that? But now, I'm in a place where I can actually talk to someone who's gone through that. And I remember when I tried to speak to somebody about that particular experience, because that messes with you. It messes mm -hmm. with your identity. It messes with your sexual identity. How did you, how did you get through that um, scenario? Um, for, for the longest time, I refused to talk about it because I was convinced that if I didn't talk about it, it would just disappear. But Were you embarrassed to talk about it? Yeah. 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 And especially for uh, talking about the culture that I came from, you don't talk about that mm -hmm. stuff, you know, you don't talk about that. And, um, you also try to kind of believe that if you don't talk about it, um, uh, it will just disappear. Mm. But then I noticed that, um, like I used to get really upset and angry the moment I felt like no one was listening to me or the moment I felt cornered, I would get really upset. Mm. The root was there because someone decided to, someone older decided to do something and didn't listen to what I had to say. So whenever, you know, it was like a trigger. How did I get over that? Um, it was a process. I mean, it's not something that you get over in a matter of seconds. And like I said, I went through uh, confusion, like, uh, confused about my identity, confused about my sexual identity, confused about a lot of stuff. Yeah, the reason, you know? reason why I ask is because, I mean, 
slight. I mean, it, it might be the same situation as what what had happened to you. I mean, I'm not I'm not wanting and asking you to to share yeah. or anything, but when I went out one night, I met a girl out, and she she hadn't even spoken or told anyone that she had been raped at a music festival. Wow. And this is why I'm bringing up the thought the the thought and idea of how did you get through it and and, and come about sharing these sort of things because she she was talking to me like as if she was just having a civil conversation yeah. even when she hasn't even spoken or told anyone about this so this is why i ask yeah absolutely no that, that that's perfectly fine and i think um it happens more often than you think oh or we'd like definitely to and one person choosing to talk about it changes the dynamic yeah. as well when i was talking about that experience yeah. i cracked jokes about it I, oh. And I'm one of those people when I'm uncomfortable in a situation. I would, laugh it out. Exactly. I laugh it all out. And uh, I'm, I'm a very comedic sort of person. I love to make people laugh and all of that stuff. Especially when I'm really broken or hurt, I'll make everybody laugh because that makes me happy. But it's, you're not actually helping yourself. No, absolutely yeah. not. Because it's like that band-aid fix. Like if I can make someone else laugh, everyone will believe that I'm okay. But I actually sat down and I spoke to a few people. Um, I um, started attending like the Brisbane Healing Rooms over here. That's a Christian organization. Really? Yeah. And, and how do you get in contact with these sort of guys? Uh, my parents actually served there. They oh, used wow. to serve there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, um, and it was actually, uh, yeah. So I guess like I was really going through a certain yeah. thing in my life where I, I thought I was, I had to because I had been quiet about it for way too long. Mm. And they started speaking to me, uh, obviously a lot of prayer and all of that stuff, but also I had to forgive those people. Well, I had to forgive the people who hurt me. I don't, I don't know how you did it. I don't either, yeah. but it had to be done because I, 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 I started to understand that, you know what, if I don't, and if I keep holding them accountable for what they've done, and trust me, people have to be held accountable for what they've done, especially something like that. Mm. Uh, but you need to also let go. Because the longer you hold on to that, you're still allowing that person control. Control how you behave. Control how you uh, confront situations or respond to situations. I had to let go. And the moment I did that, I found myself free. But how hard was it to open up? That, you know, that, on that first time. Very hard. Very hard. Because I remember the first time I actually tried to open up was when I was about 16 years old. And I opened up to this pastor in church. And <laughs> he actually said, I understand. So my uh, obvious question to him was, oh, did you go through the same thing? And he was like, no. And I mm -hmm. literally felt like punching him out. I was like, how He's would like, you yeah, understand? You, yeah, you don't, know exactly. Exactly. you don't know what I'm feeling. Exactly. Like, even for me right now even though I've walked through that, I can't sit and tell someone else, like that girl, for instance, and be like, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I understand. Exactly. Because her experience is different. Completely my, different. The way she would respond to it different, is different to mine. Mm -hmm. So I think we also need to respect that. And I always tell people, because people look at my story and I try not to go into details about my story, but they're like, oh my gosh, you've gone through so much. But I'm like, you know what? Someone, you know, smashing their toe against this little uh, table here, might feel like their whole world's falling apart. You know? Someone else will be fine with it. Exactly. You can't yeah. like you can't be objective about issues. Like someone's issue is big to them. My issue is big to me. Their issue is big to them. We can't compare and contrast them. You've got to be supportive. Exactly. Supportive, but also help them out of that situation. That's that's huge. Because I think right now we need a bunch of overcomers, man. And 
And I, I, I personally don't like when people say, I'm a victim of this, I'm a victim of that. No, you've come out of this. Either you're a survivor, more than survivor, I like the word overcomer because it, it brings yeah. you that empowering sen sense, even the word. So uh, I always you're say, either, you're either still going through it or you're surviving and you've overcome a certain situation. You're not, you're not a victim anymore. No. And that's actually why, I mean, you may have noticed the tattoo I've got on my arm now. Yeah. I only got it last week. I was actually going to ask you what that was. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to get it for ages and essentially it's three, uh, three Fs and it's abbreviation for forgive, forgave, forgotten. Wow. So it's like past tense. So what you've got to do, you've got to forgive yourself for doing something wrong or someone else. And then present tense is forgave. So I, I've, I forgave myself or I forgave someone else or the situation I have been faced with, I forgave. Yeah. And now, as an overall summary, all is forgotten. So I have a tendency of holding on to things in the past. Yeah. And it's just something that I, I just want to look back on and, and go, you know what? The past is the past. I have done so I may have done something wrong. Someone else may have done something wrong. There may be a situation that I've been faced with that I wish I had never been with yeah. and never had been accustomed to go through. But through that, you know, you can become better for it and all is forgotten. But the fact... But what isn't forgotten is is the growth yeah. of of how you've gone about and come out of that situation. Yeah. So that's why I got that tattoo. It's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That's absolutely amazing, and I love what he spoke about with regards to forgiving yourself because I think it's, it's very hard. To do. It is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. It's easier for us to forgive someone else, but to forgive ourselves that's huge, man. Because I always uh, I believe that we empower what we agree with. Yeah. So. And I've noticed through this season of my life, like it's very difficult to sell a false narrative about yourself to someone who knows you. Like um, like my family or people who've done life with me, regardless of what's being said about me or whatever, they cannot be budged. And it actually starts getting me thinking, like what if I actually believe that about myself as well? What mm -hmm. if, like we are so critical of ourselves, why not affirm ourselves? You know, we look to the, we look to our, friends we look to everyone else for affirmation but until we believe it mm. and until we accept it and we, we, we embrace the reality of who we are we're going to live very miserable lives a really good example is with social media uh maybe for example you've, you've gone to gym or exercising yeah. and you've been doing it like you know been doing quite hard for the past six to twelve months and, yeah. and you can't see any growth whereas others can yeah. purely because you're looking at the photoshop gym junkies on on facebook and that's where there's but no we're all for healthy lifestyles people work out we're all oh, for yeah, that, we're yeah. all for that. Oh, <laughs> i can't go without three or yeah. four sessions a week <laughs> but there's there's such a lacking of self-affirmation when you're, you're seeking affirmation from someone else yeah. whereas sometimes you, you just gotta think like you know are you really happy yeah why are you trying to get bigger are you trying to impress someone i mean you shouldn't know why. You, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to get bigger or or look better to impress someone. It. You should just be yourself. You yeah. know. And that's as what, long as that's you what are comfortable. To do. Like, um, I mean, we all have insecurities. Like, oh, yeah. you look like a fashion model, but I'm sure you have insecurities. Oh, I have exactly, and <laughs> so do I. Obviously, like, uh, I don't think any of us. Are hundred percent not no, no one's no one's ever happy with themselves. Exactly, but like we need to. It, it's also a journey. Like if we can actually love ourselves, and that's another biblical thing where Jesus said, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. So it is important to love yourself as well. You know.
sometimes even waking up in the morning and, and having personal goals, yeah. just reading over them in the morning or looking in the mirror and saying three things to yourself, saying, Jaden, you're doing well with your occupation, Jaden, you're, you're a good looking bloke, you should be happy with this. <laughs> I'm not talking myself, I'm just making this up, trust me, <coughs> I promise. Yeah, yeah. Jaden, you're an ugly bloke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. No, nah, but like, you just say three positive things, yeah. even like, and try to think of things that you find difficult speaking out loud about. And the more you say it, the more you, you'll find you'll get yourself into a really good headsp- headspace. And the, the difficult days will become a lot easier. And also try to find things you, you can be grateful for. Yeah. I think an attitude of gratitude really changes oh, yeah. things as well. I, I'm a firm believer that everything we need to meet our purpose and our destiny is already in us. We just need to discover. It's like a treasure hunt. You know, it's a treasure hunt. Oh, we yeah. need to discover. We need to bring it out to the surface. Like, like I said, man. Like, um, whenever people see me, they assume that I either sound like Raj from The Big Bang Theory, or I sound like Apu from Simpsons. And I'm like, well, sit down and have a chat with me, and let's talk. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's like, you know, everything. Like, I never understood. Like, I speak very differently with the rest of the members of my family. I never understood why that was the case. I am very emotional, I'm very sensitive, I have a huge capacity to love, I never understood why. And to be honest, for the longest time, I thought something was wrong with me. Mm. Like, I talk a lot, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? But now, I actually, through this season, I've actually come to understand, oh my goodness, you know, someone, I, I call him God, obviously, I'm like, he knew exactly what he was doing, you know? You will speak differently because you will be afforded platforms to talk. You will go through things in life, but you will come out of it and you will talk to people who've gone through that. You know, and it mm. is absolutely amazing. Like right now, like some of our friends may be going through stuff and you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel. You might be like, okay, this is it. Like mm. this is it. But I'm here to encourage you. Like your season of adversity is not your final story. It is not the end of your story. It yeah. really isn't. You will come out of this, but you need to make that choice as well. You need to make that choice and do not give up. Do not ever give up. What I faced in my life, I really thought would kill me. I firmly believe that even those things that were schemed or planned or what we've encountered that we feel would Mm -hmm. take us out actually opens the curtains to the best seasons of our lives. We just should never give up. So no matter what you're going through and all of us, I mean, we go through stuff Mm -hmm. and you may feel like this is it. You may feel like this is the end of your story. I'm letting you know that it's just the end of a chapter. It's just the start. Exactly, and the start of a new one. And you will carry the lessons, the experiences, and all of that you've learned through the previous chapter. And before you know it, you will also be helping and encouraging other people who go through similar similar experiences. So my biggest, I guess, my biggest theme, man, and I'm, I'm, this is what I want people to understand, never give up. You are so important. You are invaluable. You are a gift yeah. to this world. No matter what you're going through, like I want everyone to know and remember that your life has a purpose. You have a destiny. Your story is not over. In fact, some of you may actually understand and realize that your journey has only just begun. You may be even 50 or 60 and you've gone through a season of complete adversity. You know, problem after problem after problem after problem. People, and you're like, when is this going to end? People come to realization at different stages within their lives. And that's- Sometimes life begins at 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've spoken to so many, like so many people. And some of them are in their 70s. And they're like, oh my gosh, I've actually had a fresh 
start life and i'm like there you go you know 70 is never too old age is really just no, a number exactly you know and we can learn from anybody yeah. i learn from my kids you know the time i spend with them there's so much i learn from them they teach me um what love is mm. you know uh I, I i don't think anything compares um I mean, I, I don't think anything compares to the love of a child and a, and a parent. You know, how much I, I yeah. it's insane how much I love my children. You know, it's not even humanly possible or I don't know, grammatically possible to explain how much I love them. But um, they teach me so much. They teach me so much about love. That, and for me, especially, like when I go through tough times, I'm like, you know what, those, I have four kids and I'm like, those four kids Give expect me. Exactly. And it's like they expect me to make it out of here. You know, one day when they're growing up, they may see this and be like, oh my gosh, dad, you know what I mean? It's, and it's funny you say that because I know a lot of people that have struggled in the past and, and when they've actually had kids themselves, yeah. that's when they've become better for it. Yeah. Kids change you, kids change yeah. you. But then some of us, may, I mean, some of, some of our viewers may not have kids, but that doesn't mean that you're, <laughs> I know, <laughs> you're a child yourself, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that, you know, you are less impactful or anything like mm. that, you know? And I'd rather have learned these things at, how old are you, two? <laughs> 21. 21, than at 33. You know what I mean? I mean, I would have rather learned certain things in life earlier. But obviously, I also feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's always a plan for everything. I always believe God has a plan and timing for everything. But like you probably benefit from being around people who probably stuffed up later on in life. And you're like, okay, you know what? Don't like the same. Just, exactly. But at the same time. It's not a bad thing to stuff up, but obviously to, to an extent. You yeah. are responsible for your own choices. So yeah, make the right ones. Sometimes we'll make the wrong ones, but yeah. that, that's when you surround yourself with people that you can be accountable to and people you can be vulnerable and open with who will uh, help you through, through that journey as well. Fantastic. And I appreciate what you've shared today. And it's obviously, right, and I, I, I know for a fact that it's made certainly made a difference in, in one person's life for a positive. I guess you can access me. I'm, I'm losing words here. <laughs> but you can check me out on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah, there's TikTok. You might, might get a uh, TikTok sponsor. Yeah, yeah. TikTok's a bit of a strange platform, but I have so much fun because I'm a creative person as well. You know, I love drama. I love, as in drama, not personal drama, but I love, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I'm, 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 I'm a fun person. So TikTok has been an amazing platform. Uh, but yeah, just add me up and I, I generally uh, respond to any message I get, every single message, as long as it's not spam and unsolicited bad stuff, uh, I, will, I respond to every single message I get. And um, yeah, just message me and let's chat. Um, yeah, anything I can do, man. I, I, I love people. I, I'm, I'm passionate about people. I love people. And uh, maybe some of you have heard us talk and you're like, oh my gosh, these guys are talking to us today. Reach out, reach out to Jay. He's an awesome bloke. Thanks, uh, man. I've Thank you. Had I, the pleasure I, of doing I, life with you. I, I hope I've, I've made a difference in someone's life. That's, oh, I'm, that's sure, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, look at the platform you're using, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it helps a lot of people. Thanks, man. So, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute yeah, honor. Vice versa. Thanks for taking up some time within your busy schedule. Really appreciate it, man. <laughs> Not a problem at all. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, get in contact with us if you need to talk. And remember, your story is not over. Thank, yeah, thanks guys for listening. This has been um, topic eight um, of catching the mind, clearing the mind one cash talk at a time. And today I've had Derek um, help and share his own story of faith and community. Oh. So uh, thank you for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks, right. man.
See you guys.